0: come on the podcast and do my little, uh, 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 but th- we're going to take it kind of serious for a second, just for a quick second. And then we'll jump into the, to the, to the festivities of the podcast. And so Tom Lockyer of Luton Town has sadly collapsed in, I believe it was Saturday's game mm-hmm. against Bournemouth and the match ultimately was abandoned. Uh, I, I think I speak for our panel here on Cul-de-Sac Football when I say that, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with him and his family. We hope you guys get the time and the um, privacy to heal and come back to this beautiful game, or even if he doesn't, because ultimately he won at life. He was responding when he went off the pitch, which was a great thing. But of course, a lot of the fans that were in the ground that day were very. Uh, scared for uh, uh, somebody's life. And it's good to know that he is responding and that he's doing well.
1: Indeed, man, that was a scary scene. You know, anytime that happens on the pitch, you know, during a game is crazy, dude. And mm-hmm. I'm just glad my man, Um, he's in stable condition right now. And like you said, prayers and thoughts to the family, the teammates, the fans, everybody who saw that incident. But uh, shout out to the, the the medical team that took care of him. And uh, was able to tend to the situation, man. so uh praise up for the guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, T- totally, totally completely agree. So man, get better soon, top lockier and hopefully we see you again on the on the pitch in the Premier League. Now, welcome to de sac football. My name is Curtis. I'm a Manchester United fan uh, 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 uh. And, <laughs> and I'm joined by my co-host Ch- Keenan Brown, who is a Chelsea supporter what's
1: going on man boy hey man look i feel great yo (laughs) you should feel
0: great it's it is christmas time yo the eggnog is flowing the festivities are going football is rocking there is so much going on merry christmas everybody if you're listening to the podcast right now um yeah, it's a very exciting time. Uh we have a lot of football to talk about. The last episode was about an hour and 45 minutes long. We're going to try to keep it in an hour, but you know how me and Key do. We know, you know how we do. You know what it is. Um mm-hmm. man, Key, I I I know so a little sneak peek. I'm guessing you're very excited and very happy for that last Chelsea game that cuz we're we're recording this on Tuesday. We missed out on Monday because I was a bit under the weather, but recording this late on Tuesday, where Chelsea just played Newcastle in the Carabao Cup and we'll get into that. We'll get into that cuz it sounds like you're you're pretty optimistic about that. But let's start off with the game of the weekend or what was supposedly is supposedly supposed to be the game of the weekend. Manchester United versus Liverpool. All right. Let's go. All right. So, I'll just, since we're starting off, I'm the United fan here. I'll go ahead and start, Key, and then we'll, we'll lead it on to you. Um, This is a good result for United because it's the best we got so far. <laughs> well, it's the best we got this season. Uh, there's not many scenarios we could have drew up where we were going to end up winning this game. And for you guys, I'm sorry I didn't mention, Manchester United and Liverpool, they drew, they drew 0-0, no goals. And... I think it's a great result. I think Liverpool went into the game overconfident. Uh, we did a good job of kind of messing up their patterns of play. I was really worried about uh, Sabaslai because I know he can be very detrimental to and to a defense, and um, we caused him to kick the ball out for goal kicks and accidentally, you know, make misplaced passes. Um, and we, Luke Shaw, really kept. Mosala Quiet. Um, and it's those little things that really made us defensively sound. Now, I think Eric Tenhag's, who he chose, his team sheet, I think it was really good. He had Varon starting. He had Kobe Maynou and Sophie and Amrabat playing right next to each other as two CDMs uh, in a double pivot, as we call it. And it really made us defensively sound. I think Varon, besides one other player, was the standout star that game i don't know how many times i counted Mm -hmm. i tried to count how many times he he headed the ball out how many times he was in the right areas he was you know he brought that camaraderie of last year to that defense again and whatever issues him and eric tanag have right now they need to solve it in the summer right now they need to be professional and just move on with the football and i think that just reintegrated Varan back into the team because that was one hell of a performance from him. Now, the next player I want to talk about is Kobe Maynou. You have a player, Key, you have a player that's 18 years old. He goes into a – go ahead, go ahead.
1: I liked how he played, man.
0: Yeah. He is a player that is 18 years old. He goes into the most hostile environment for a Manchester United player. Going into, you went, you went to the ground, you're going through the tunnel, you're coming out, you're hearing you'll never walk alone. You hear all the jeers from the fans and he stayed cool, calm and collected throughout the whole, I want to say what, 70 something minutes, 60 something minutes, whatever, 70 minutes that he played. I can't remember exactly how long he was on the pitch, There was a few moments I was just like, this kid really has the composure of some of the top CDMs in the league. Uh, There was a play where Dominic Samislai was on his back and he kind of shoved him off, gave a really good pass to Anthony. Uh, There was another play where that really impressed me where he's getting pressed, I think by probably by Mo Salah and we're in our defensive third. So they could pick up the ball and really hurt us right there and He kind of like does a bit of a Cruyff turn and causes Sala to, you know, foul him on the ball. And it gets us out of that situation. It's like though it's those plays that remind me of like a Frankie de Jong where they can take the spice out of a game or get the team out of a sticky situation. Um, He's a youngster. He's a kid. You know, we've been seeing him a lot more in this team. But I, I still want to see him integrated in small bits. We should be able to have another number six that's right next to Amrabat, which would be probably Casemiro when he comes back. But he's 18 years old. He needs to be nurtured because we have a real talent on our hands when it comes to him. Now, I've seen a lot of people talk about, you know, Paul Pugba likes and shit like this. Look, he's he's I don't think he's much of Paul Pugba, to be honest with you. But he's a kid that needs to be nurtured. He's going to get even better and the fact that he went to Anfield and played the way he played. The kid has the the calmness, the composure that is really exciting me. On the flip side, at number 10, you have Scott McTominay, who was awful. Um, I think (laughs) we're going straight to a negative here. Um, I think Scott McTominay, that game was exactly why he isn't fit to really be a manchester united player yeah you get him in these situations where he needs to kind of use the ball and hurt the team hurt the opposition there was no link from our defense to our attack and that's where bruno comes in there there was probably once that scott McTominay did it and it was actually kobe Mainu who ended up making the killer pass to get Garnacho in, which I think he should have scored, but luckily Alexander Arnold finally did a defensive play and it just had to be Garnacho. He did one on. Um if if Scott McTominay's not in the box, ready to get a shot off, everything else is just so mediocre that he does. His passing, he plays hot potato with the ball. He doesn't defend well. He doesn't he doesn't really have the sense of where he is on the field. Um and sometimes it feels like we're playing with ten men when he's on the field. Mm. Uh, I just hope at some point. I mean, I I get that he's he, he goes to sleep with Manchester United draws on, and he and he's for the club. But it's like at the same time, we we used to have players that were like that, but they also had talent. Scott McTominay would be so good for a West Ham. He'd be so good for a Bolton, not a Bolton. My bad. For a Bournemouth, not that bad. He's not that bad. <laughs> He's he's not that bad. Sorry. Um, but McTominay's just that, that he has his limitations. He has his limitations. Lastly, I want to go to the media against Ten Hag. The media are crying now because that definitely bought Ten Hag some time. And hopefully we can continue to build off this because, of course, The media, like they like Graham Potter. They like Pochettino. They wanted Pochettino to be Manchester United manager. And they don't like Ten Hag because they don't know much about him. And I see a lot of, you know, Manchester United fans that are kind of, oh, we went to Anfield and did that. Look, I've seen title winning sides go to Anfield and get a draw. Like, it's not a bad result, really. It's really not. When, And one of the things that I really did like about this, Key, about this performance is we really did shut that crowd up after 30 minutes. We shut that crowd up and I really enjoyed that. I'm not. And for the people that are on Twitter, I am not championing, championing whatever, whatever the word is. I'm not praising a draw at Anfield. I'm not. I'm just saying that it's a positive for what we needed at this point of our season Mm -hmm. and where the club is at the moment. It's positive for us. I'm not sitting here. I'm not. Hey, I didn't break out the eggnog right now because we just drew to Liverpool. Because if we would have won, it wouldn't be eggnog. <laughs> okay?
1: <laughs>
0: it's only eggnog because it's Krim. So that's how, I, that's how I saw the game, Key.
1: I thought it was a good game plan by Ten Hag to make the game ugly, make it messy, stop what they're doing. All the up and down. The running that Liverpool likes to do was limited. You know, and the defense did a good job. Onana played his ass off.
0: Forgot to mention him, yeah.
1: Yeah, he played his ass off. And he's looking good, man. I mean, I know uh, we talked about our keepers earlier, but you guys got you one. And also like with his passing, his passing was very crucial. Um, coming out the back. I mean, how many long passes did he make that game that were crucial, you know? You, not and a lot was, of
0: people talk about that because I actually, yeah, you're right. He did make, uh, we finally started seeing that better ball distribution because we haven't seen it throughout the season. But yeah, that was way better.
1: Yeah, because it was, you guys were having trouble moving the ball at the pitch a little bit. And then Onana, he, he attempted quite a few passes. Yeah. You know, all of them were completed, but that was the best chance to move the ball. But when he was able to hit, it started something, you know, especially going to Anthony. And I think Anthony had a, a good game as well. Mm-hmm. But um, Onana was very, very instrumental in with that draw, with the ball movement, I think.
0: Yeah, and you did bring up a good point, a few good points there that actually were – I was meaning to kind of bring up. Um, Anthony, again, it's the, uh, the work rate of him is un, unmatched. Uh, Garnacho is matching it. Oh, I say unmatched, but Garnacho is actually matching it on the other side, which is great. Yeah. And then, of course, Rasmus Hoyland is that pressing type of striker. So it whether these three are going to score goals or whatever, they're still very young. They're at least working hard to initiate a press and to hold up the ball, which is mm. kind of like the foundation of a good side. Um, so, yeah, I think Anthony, while while because of the type of player he is and the way he carries himself, he's not going to be favorable but amongst Twitter and the media. Um, <clears throat> he's working hard. That's one thing you cannot knock about Anthony.
1: Mm-hmm. Even with um, his pressing, getting the ball back, his constant fight. And I like, you know, I like to see that shit. Yeah. No matter what team it is. But that dude's been a, he's been a positive the last couple of outings for you guys.
0: He, that's very true. Yeah, he's, uh, cause he played really well. Um, what was it against? He did play well against Bournemouth. Um, and then of course we got put out by Bayern Munich in oh. the Champions League. Uh, but the thing about that game is like you can see that Ten Hag was kind of building out the, from the back again. He was kind of building out the foundation of the defense again. And unfortunately we let that goal in by, uh, we're, um, Kingsley Coleman scored. We, we, if, if that's what we have to do, if we have to set up shop for the rest of the year and just hopefully let this 25% go through, change out the upper management and then start moving forward with scouting and getting more players in. I can do that, but we do have to unfortunately make a decent push to try to get into Europe because right now it's not looking good for us to be in Europe. Um, so we're going to have to at least try to make our way into Europe. Yeah. Cause if we don't, <laughs> that's money lost and boy, it's never, it's never a good thing for Manchester United to not even, not even be in the Europa league. Like it's never a good thing. So that's something that we have to see as those, as the season progresses and see what other teams do, because there's a lot of competition in the premier league right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Way too much, way too much. Uh, Thirteen minutes of Manchester United. Yep. Uh, they will talk about the previews later, who they play next, but overall, I'm i I'm I'm good. It's a good result for United. I'm good. If if you would have told me, Kid, hey, look, 0-0 against Liverpool at Anfield, I would have t- I would have said, Yeah, I'll take it right now. I won't I won't even work at I won't even wake up for it. Uh I'll take it right now. Uh let's talk about Chelsea versus Sheffield United. You guys beat Sheffield United
1: 2-0. 2-0. And I think I predicted. I knew I we would win. Predicted I predicted a, I think it was a, a solid 2-0, a yeah. 2-0 that I predicted. But uh, going into the game, I'm like, all right, no expectations. except the dub. We'll see how. It's just about how we perform. Yeah. Let me set the scene, man. We got Petrovic between the sticks, and which was weird this game, is that we had a back line full of center backs, man. So we had Coel on the right, I mean on the left, Battishow, Tiago, and Desassi on the right. Desassi on the right, which I was like, okay, not too bad with ball distribution. I don't know how comfortable he'll be, but we're playing Sheffield, so he it might work out, man. We had Connor, Moises Caicedo in the mix. Connor was the man with the band, so hey. And then we had um Mudrick, we had Cole Palmer and Raheem Sterling. And then Nico at the top. Mm-hmm. so first half wasn't really too much going on, not much energy at all. Um there was also a and cuckoo was on the bench. So it was a teaser. So everybody was like, "When is he going in? You know, we're just at this point, first half, I was like, throw this man in. I don't care. We just we're not looking like we're doing any, you know, much of anything. We had five good chances. Three were like missed. And I was like, "Come on, guys." Let's, let's finish our chances. I'm glad we're getting the looks a little bit, but there just wasn't too much going on in the first half. And not really much to, frankly, talk about. Just wasn't much going on, man. Mm-hmm. So second half is 0-0. I'm concerned a little bit because, you know, we're going to see what Pochettino does. What changes do we need to make? You know, Sheffield's playing very narrow. We can kind of move the ball pretty fr- freely. We just, let's, let's put this shit together. Let's put it together. So in the second half... We switched Cole Palmer and Raheem Sterling, so we moved Cole to the outside, and then we got Raheem Sterling right behind. Um, In the position, yeah. Mhm. And that changed, man. That it, it made it. It was an instant change. Yeah. Instant. Um, and we're getting Palmer the ball, and the midfield buildup was just amazing. We're we're doing our thing, and um. A real good positive that I take from this game, as well as Moises Caicedo, was balling, bro. Balling, okay? And just waiting for him to kind of find that form, that mm-hmm. steadiness, that, that world class, world classness that's in this guy. So, you know, I know he came from South America um, doing his thing over there. Enzo did as well, coming, traveling back over, you know, getting his legs under him and getting right. But we were just kind of waiting to see the consistency of that form, you know? And he had flashes. Like, he's had good games. He hasn't played bad. We're just waiting, you know, for him to really settle in in and have that price tag be justified, man. But as far as him and Connor Gallagher was working great together, I mean, Moises was just kind of that safety net sweep and great ball distribution tackles and just kind of providing that presence that we really need in a world-class player. Like, we get it from Tiago because he's been there, he's done that. You know, just the steadiness, the calm when everybody's kind of running around full speed to kind of slow down and play at that pace. You know what I'm saying? And we had that with him and he he had an amazing game. Could could have been man in a match easily to me. One of them. He was every fucking where Connor Gallagher showing great energy tackles running, you know, making great runs, passes, couple shots on goal. He, he's been everywhere in fine form, man. I I like what he's doing. And we'll speak more on his performance in the next game. But um, let's see. <clears throat> music was playing good, too. Yeah. They'll kind of want him to get more involved in the game a little bit. But when he gets the ball, he's moving forward towards goal, which I'm not mad at. I mean, he made a couple good plays. Nutmeg, the hell out of – I forgot dude's name, but dropped him off.
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Making passes. And, I mean, that's all I can ask for him. Mm-hmm. Just to build confidence, go toward the goal, try to make something happen. I'm I'm not mad at that at the end of the day. Um, What else we got here? Then we get our goals coming in. Our first goal was fucking crazy. <laughs> it was like, what's going on? No, no, the first one was Raheem Sterling.
0: Yeah, Raheem. Dra- the uh, ball. Yeah,
1: Raheem. It, the goal. Mm-hmm. Give it to Raheem. Raheem slices on the right, inside the box, crosses over. Cole Palmer comes through with the tap in, up 1-0. I'm like, good. <laughs> like About time. We're just waiting for that goal, you know. Had a few chances, but, hey, we got one more on the board. At this point, Sheffield is doing fucking nothing. They're nothing at all. So there's not even a worry of a threat on defense at all. Like, Petrovic is chilling. We're good. I don't have to have the same issues that I worry about with Chelsea, you know, with pressure, passing out the back. Yeah. So it was it was a chill game. It's just like, let's, let's fucking score. And then the second goal, that was the funny one. I'm sorry I got mixed up, but yeah, the second one was kind of funny. The
0: that ball one went all
1: over the place. That shit went everywhere. I don't know if it was a handball.
0: It 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 was nah, it, it was it was a good it was a good goal. They tried to a- VAR was checking for everything, but it was a good goal. Oh my Oh my gosh.
1: Just the delayed celebration. I mean, Nico taps it in and we're just all right. Like it looked like a goal. I, all right. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both of know, them.
0: Both of goals. Both goals. It was just like, "All right, hold on. We need to like we need to wait cause,
1: Dude, it's it's such a buzzkill, man. I hate yeah. that shit.
0: Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. Yeah. All right. I I thought Cole Palmer was <laughs> really good that game. I Dying- think he played really well.
1: And it's always good having those playmakers like that when mm-hmm. everything's kind of stagnant and nothing's really happening up front, and somebody just needs to get involved and makes a play. And he's mm-hmm. a go-getter, man. Mm-hmm. He's been that guy for us. Um, great fucking signing. But he is—he is that guy. If it's not Raheem Sterling, most of the time, it's him. Yeah. He'll go get the ball, take on a defender or two, and take that shot just to change the energy of the game.
0: Yeah, and he'll and- try—he'll try a lot of things. Um, Mm -hmm. what I've noticed with Cole is because of, you know, and I I think I mentioned this maybe, I might've mentioned this maybe last podcast. I want to say I mentioned it last podcast is, you know, he's 21 years old. He's really young. Uh, he's, he's coming out of city's youth, which is, they have a really good youth system right now. Um, he's gonna, there's going to be games where he's not going to really be in it. It's just kind of what youth players tend to do um they just find like they just kind of lose consistency or they just kind of are inconsistent a little bit but when they have those sparks they do amazing things we saw it like really young with Marcus Rashford um very Mm -hmm. similar to Marcus uh very similar for for people that are real United fans Adnan Yamazai was similar to that um but uh, he had one. He did a few step overs, fake shot, dropped the dude off, and cut it back. I was like, oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> he he is, he is busy in there. He he, he be cooking, man. Yeah, and he
0: was cooking, yeah.
1: He's playing with that freedom. Pochettino's giving him. Or just allow him just to do his thing, just play. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what we need sometimes, just somebody to go out there, make some shit happen, make it interesting. Yeah, the Raheem and,
0: Sterling goal was
1: great. It was, it yeah, was well, so good. It, it it took him a while to get going too in the first half.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know if we didn't really get him enough touches. Wasn't involved, but he wasn't on the ball. It didn't look it didn't look too good, but the second once we made that change, kind of freed him up and got him the ball more. He started being that guy, you know. Our basically our our freaking talisman this year, you know. He started looking better. Yeah. And
0: Yeah, I like him this season. Like him a lot. Uh one thing I was going to talk to you earlier. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your, your man, Emmanuel Brozier. Yeah, bro. Probably, possibly miss of the season. Probably one of the nastiest, ugliest misses you'll ever see in the Premier League, honestly. Um, I'll give him – it's not going to be a lot of it, a lot of slack, but I'll give him the smallest bit of slack only because – I watched it back, and then I watched it again, hoping that I saw something. The ball that he received was a tiny bit behind him.
1: A tad, a tad.
0: But I, I'm still like, there, there's just no excuse. There's just no excuse. There's no excuse to miss it. From It's literally you. Where I am with, like, you guys can't see it. You, can't, you guys can't see it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. But where I am, from where I'm sitting to my computer monitor, is probably the exact length he was <laughs> to the goal. And he completely misses it. It's him in the goal. And I'm like, oh, I need to hear Key about that. I need to hear what Key say about that, man. I'm not wishing, and look, Emmanuel... If it, I keep forgetting, is it Emmanuel? at is it, it maybe starts with an A Armando, Armando. That's his name. Armando Brogia. And, it, and it's funny on EAFC. I play with him on EAFC on AC Milan. And I knew that. All right. Armando, if you're listening, my boy, I'm not sitting here hoping you fail. I just I just don't believe in you. I just don't believe in you. I'm waiting for you to shut me up. You got Nakuku coming in. Chelsea could go into the January transfer market for a striker, a real striker, like an out-and-out striker. What you gonna do if that happens? Up, come on, my man. He gotta do better, Key. He gotta do better.
1: He does. I still have confidence in my man. Um, a lot of the what I was telling you mm-hmm. as far as BC. Was, you know, him coming off an injury. So last time we seen him coming off an injury, my man was doing well. Being a physical presence, hold up, play was solid. Get his goal here and there. So that's just what we needed from the kind of like the drought of strikers that we've had. Like, if that's what we get when he comes back, get his legs, okay. But that one, I mean, it's just it's inexcusable. I have nothing for him. I can't back my man on that. Okay. Um, I can't say I'm – I mean – at least we were up 2-0. You still got to finish those for confidence. Yeah. So I was like, man, it's going to be interesting to see how he plays moving forward because he needed this goal. He oh, needed this man. goal. Even if we're up 2-0, just to... And it was a good play that was made. You know, Cole Palmer dropped it off right to him. Yes, it was behind him. A, a, li- just a little, a little just bit. A little bit. bit. Tries to get the right foot on it. Which Send is to-
0: technically... The wrong foot. Technically the wrong foot. We teach them very young that you should be going with the left foot when it comes from the right. Yeah, when it comes across face a goal, you should be going with the right. Uh, the left. If it comes from the left, you should be going with the right. And, you know, it's funny that when we started this podcast, he's in that. He's in the form he's in because we've seen him in the last couple of games. The hold up play hasn't necessarily been there. The goals haven't been there. The movement has been okay. I, like I said in the what, – what game was that? Was it Newcastle? Mm-hmm. When I said he he's running down the channels well, he's just not holding up the ball. He's losing the ball a lot. Or like his pass distribution isn't well. That's what I really like about Nick, uh Jackson is – I think Jackson is a really good ball handler, and I think he's really good at the hold-up play.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, his – you know, the finishing, you know, all that shit is all wild or whatever. But I just feel like if it was – in Armando's lucky that he isn't a high-profile striker because if that was Rasford, oh, sh- if that was, you know, uh, who's the dude for Liverpool? I can't think of his name right now. Darwin. Darwin Nunez. If that was Erlen Holland. If that yeah, was Gabriel. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. If that was Gabriel Jesus. Do you think about what I would say about him? And you're, you're, you're not, you're not a Chelsea, uh, you're not an Arsenal fan. So I would have really just let you know what I felt about him. Oh, and X city. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, Nukuku coming in for you guys. Hopefully that, that brings in a little bit more goals. I still think Chelsea would benefit more from an out and out striker, but if you put like that said out and out striker ahead of Nukuku, cause Nukuku to me is an attacker not like a striker, but he's an attacker. He can finish. He has the ball distribution. He's good. But y'all get that going, I can see Chelsea start moving up that table real quick.
1: And it was crazy, man, because he he got up to warm up briefly in that game.
0: Didn't he play?
1: Not that game.
0: He didn't play in the –
1: No, he didn't play in the Sheffield. You know what?
0: I, I watched the Newcastle. Game. That's probably what I'm thinking.
1: That's what it was. So yeah. we um, – and I wasn't too mad at it. It would, have been, it would have been cool, but I was like, I'm not mad at that. Yeah. I mean, we have nothing really to gain. We, it's, it's good. It's all right. Let's just
0: And the injury he had kind of sidelined him for a while, so you just don't want to relapse.
1: So. Four months. And, you know, speaking of injuries, man, we have, of course, a fucking plethora of them. Um, Kukure, he's going to be out till February. Um, Romeo Labio, I, they say 10 days. He'll be back in I'm I'm gonna say training. Mm, I'm gonna um, say training. <laughs> yeah. Matty UK, he's full full team training now. Good sign. Yeah. And the 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 man, the one that looms over the entire Chelsea fans fan base, man, is my boy Reese's pieces. Yeah. So we're undecided, or he's under I don't we're undecided if he's gonna get surgery or not. At this point get that man surgery and just let him sit out for the year, bring him back in preseason or whenever the fuck we don't, we don't need another issue. We've seen this movie before Mm. the hamstring thing. We seen that with Conte. you know, granted, we was running that man to the ground later in his career a little bit, but Reese James is only 24 years old, man. Yeah. And he's one of the best right backs in the league. You know, when healthy and informed, he is. And that's a guy we just made our captain. So we got to protect that. Protect that man and his future. I mean, we've been doing this for the last two years. Playing him, he gets hurt, playing him again. And he's, you know, tough as hell. He There was a game, he pulled his shit and he kept playing. I can't remember where, but he, you know, he does his thing. But we got to protect that man. Get the surgery, sit down, chill. I mean, nothing's going to... You'll help the game, but you being not in shape or completely fit, that's not gonna help anybody, yourself or this team. Right. Get that man in surgery or the rest. It seems like it's surgery. I don't know what the the issue is or exactly. I'm no doctor, but put my man on the table, get him <laughs> hey, what he hey, needs,
0: and get him right. Get him right, cause he has a he has yeah. a long career ahead.
1: A long career, dude, and it's affecting his Chelsea career, his England career,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know. And as somebody, that I, I feel could start, you know, once K walk, you know, it's crowded back there, but you know, he's a he's an easy selection. Nah, right?
0: he'll he'll play because of the style that um the style that Southgate plays. He likes to play K walk as as a center back, right center back, mm-hmm. and he'll play a back five. So he'll he'll definitely play. Um, once he gets in there, because of course, like him being sidelined for so uh, for so long, he's not. I don't think he's necessarily a favorite of Southgate, so it'll take him a second, but he'll get back in there. Right. I and- I think it's more you're worried more about Karen Trippier probably than K walk. Yeah. yeah. And then with, but with after talk- the way he's been playing, I'll probably get it. the way K. Hey, the way Karen what- Trippier has been playing, I think I'll get in. <laughs> Before he does,
1: that boy been tripping.
0: Yeah, trippy been tripping.
1: To speak on our striker situation, you know what next month is, my boy? It's the January it's the transfer A- window. That too, but it's the AFCON. Oh, the Lord. African Cup of Nations, man. Yeah. So, Nico Jackson will be representing Senegal. He going to be down. So, that brings up my man, Brozier. So, you know, unless a move is made or we recall, <laughs> I don't know, put somebody at striker, I mean, somebody else, it's his time to shine. It's his time to do his thing to prove his worst, make an impact, or just play well. You know, we're and we're going to need him to play because Nico's going to be gone.
0: Yeah, and every so –
1: uh... it's, it's, it's time to see. And I don't have a doubt that he can't contribute, you know. Just if he plays confident, he'll be okay. I'm not saying goals galore or anything like that. Oh no, but ain't gonna be that. <laughs> he could play. His hold-up play is not that bad. I know the game you watched. My boy was tripping, but he's better than that. To me, from what I've seen when he was healthy, yeah. he's better.
0: Hey, so, I'm I'm here for I'm here for the the to shut me down. I'm I'm here for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm still here for that. I'm look. He's not <laughs> my player. I would have been said the long. I would have been put him on the the. Uh, after these games, I would have put him on the Scott McDominate train. I'm like, "Hey man, whoever comes in with 30 million can have him." Whoever
1: comes in with 30 can have him. Anybody. I feel it. And I we'll see what happens next transfer market and I don't and know what's going to happen. You know happen what's funny?
0: Broya going up? to Galatasaray, going to Frankfurt. Probably does really well. Probably does hella good.
1: Yeah, he'll 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 do his
0: he'd, thing he'd, down there. He'd,
1: he'd ball there. He'll. I mean,
0: he'll do I mean, his- Valt balled in the Turkish League. I'm pretty sure he would play well, so well. But this I don't, man. I don't think. I mean, I don't think Premier League strikers will be. I mean, Premier League strikers, Premier League def- uh, defenders are going to be. Too scared about uh, uh, Amando broyer
1: <laughs> Good guy, bro. He'll be all right. But look, man. Well, let's jump over.
0: The- we talked about it a little bit. We'll talk a little bit about the, the Chelsea and, and Newcastle game before we jump over to Arsenal. Then we have our around the league intermission and so on and
1: so forth. Yes, sir. So this game happened off, today. Happened today. I forgot. So it's like 20th minute. I didn't, I didn't look at the score. I tried my best not to, but I'm like, fuck, we got a game today. Yep. Newcastle. Well, all right. This will be interesting. We'll see what happens with this. So, kind of the same thing going on. Line up on the back. The same thing. Petrovich, uh, uh between the sticks. Yeah. Feel the same. Only thing that was kind of different is we got Enzo starting right behind Nico. We got Raz to the left, Cole Palmer to the right. yard. So, start this game off, and oh man, the other thing. About to care about until the later rounds, there's no VAR. So that's,
0: it's just that's crazy.
1: I didn't know that. Never knew that. Great fucking refereeing. You miss it, you miss it. Like,
0: it is fuck, what it is.
1: Just a smooth fucking game, bro. And might I say, it was a greatly officiated game. It was. Mm-hmm. It, I had no complaints on either side. So, what happened in this game is, uh, huh? where do I start, bro? Let's start with the first goal. The first goal, it was the early Christmas gift. <laughs> <laughs> the saucy has the ball on the right side, crosses that thing over, gets through, Levi Cole recovers it. He wants to pass it back to Caicedo, but the ball goes to Callum Wilson. Callan Wilson hasn't even crossed the half line yet. Ahead of him is Thiago Silva and Badishail. Callum Wilson, he takes off. He just hits the jets, bro. He's
0: hits quick. The jets.
1: He's quick. Quick, and he's physical. He's big, you know, old-timer, bro. You know, he got that grown man strength. Yeah, he's yeah. He's yeah, <laughs> That's he's... a grown man over there. Yeah. On the move, going. He gets between Thiago and Badishail. Loses the ball. And Abacha, I'm not sure if he wanted to pass it to the keeper, turn outside, or just kind of lost track of the ball, or just you just ran over it. I'm not quite sure, but it was a terrible fucking blunder. Callum Wilson, shit, it's a layup. It's right there for him, right in front of the goal. Bang, it's in. And I'm like, this shit. And it just started. Like, it didn't just start, but it's early in the game. Let's see how we respond to these things, because not often do we. It's kind of it's been iffy. You know, right when we win, it's some bullshit the next game. Right. So I'm concerned. And, you know, then, you know, they're hitting us with the, the press up the field a little bit. We're, we can't move the ball five yards. It's like, holy shit, man. Like, here we go again. This is, this kind of is looking like we played Newcastle the first time in St. James. You remember that, bro? Oh, the yeah. Shit. It that looked was, like a repeat. That was bad. Was pop- you know, what's probably going to happen. Um, and I think beforehand, Connor Gallagher, you know, he had a great shot outside the goal, went off the woodwork, great shot. And it, just keeping that same energy shit i love to see. Yeah. You know, he hard, did his thing. So good to to, to see that. So then um, as we're trying to, you know, respond, I noticed the energy. Man, it's high. We're good. We're not – we don't seem timid. We're pushing forward. So cool. Now, when we get forward, it got a little stagnant because, you know, they got that four back. Mm-hmm. Then they got the five midfielders dropped. It, 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 we kind of got stuck. But who we talked about earlier, man, that boy Cole Palmer. go get, He gets the ball. Just starts making things happen. Like right off rap. Okay, go to the wing or take a shot. Mm-hmm. Make action. Just start changing the energy and then good things just started happening immediately after that.
0: But the but the second goal was kind of a bit of a gift little criminal gift for y'all. Oh bro.
1: Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, dude, with your boy Trippier, man, I don't he's had like a hard three games. I know that every Yeah, yeah. Jesus, it's been tough. I don't it's been
0: I don't as a right back by by trade. I don't know what the hell he's doing. He he tries to do what they do on FIFA when they like header trap the ball like that. Like that was never gonna like nothing good was gonna come from that. Uh-huh. The ball comes in, you header it back towards your goal, and Mudrick literally picks up the pieces and spanks it in. The nothing good was gonna come from that.
1: No, and I. Mean, I, I... It's tough, man. I don't. I don't. No matter what team you play for, I hate to see that shit. Just as a, you know, left back, my that play. Yeah. Tough, tough fucking break, and he's had a long run of, well, not a long run, but these these couple of games, his form is shit. It's, that man is shot. In shit.
0: He he's shot because even, if, well, we we'll jump to the penalties right now. Completely misses his penalty.
1: Oh, dude. Miss missed the fuck out of it. So this and, game
0: ended up going to penalties and uh yeah, I think Karen Trippie was the first miss for Newcastle, I believe. Yeah, he was yeah, yeah, it was two misses. Uh yeah, he doesn't even hit the mark, completely goes wide left. And it's like, oh, what is going on with him? And he look,
1: oh, stepping up to the
0: spot. Mm-hmm. Oh man, nah, the dude. Uh-huh. So so Chelsea ended up winning this game on penalties. But the guy who stepped up, who who what's his name? Matt Ritchie. Matt Ritchie, it was Matt Ritchie, right? He you they they zoomed in on his face. He looked like he was about to miss that. He mm. looked like it. You can tell that yeah, Petrovic had him figured out when he stepped up. You could see it in his eyes. He knew exactly where he was going. But Petrovic's known here in America for blocking Penalties, yeah, completely block that.
1: Kurt, Kurt, what what state did he do it in?
0: What state did he do it in? Who did he? New, new
1: was it New England? My boy was in my, my boy was in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> that boy was balling in Massachusetts. Oh, was balling in Massachusetts, man! It's, Stopping the man, breaking hearts. To To be fair. Play, talking
0: about you play footy in Massachusetts is way better than hearing that you play basketball in
1: Massachusetts. It, it is. For well, my boys in Massachusetts. With it, You heard?
0: He was a – man. Yeah, he was playing for the Revolution. New England Revolution. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, let's jump over to Arsenal in Brighton. I only want to talk about this game because um, – it's it's of course a big team but also it arsenal are are starting to get those type of wins that's like okay if you keep, if you keep getting these types of wins you could probably do something special this season so could arsenal win the league so in this game arsenal were <laughs> scintillating I, i'm going to keep using that word for them scintillating because the it's like they they continuously play positive ball And it's just so good to watch. They're making all the right passes. They're continuously hurting the teams in their interplay. And they are constantly getting loads of shots off. And in this game, they should have scored more goals, but they 2-0. They gave Brighton 2-0. And Jesus scores. He's back to his score on And they're kind of getting the best out of Kyle Havertz. Kai yeah. Havertz score is a very late goal for them, too. My thing is, if you're winning these, you're it's in the middle of December. You're playing Brighton at home. You win that game. Your next game is Liverpool. If Arsenal can get a win over Liverpool, you can start saying, all right, maybe they finally mean business. Because my thing with uh, Arsenal is that they know how to be on top of the league going into christmas but after that they seem to kind of fall apart that might be kind of due to city too because i feel like there's gonna be some injuries that are gonna be cleared up on city's end and they're gonna finally be back to full strength but it's it's kind of up to arsenal now if they're gonna lose the league as usual
1: Yeah, around, around the springtime, it gets tricky. And, you know, the, the boogeyman, <laughs> <laughs> you know, always comes from under that bed, dude, and makes it happen. So they're getting KDB back. Yeah. And that's tremendous. And Holland will be, I'm not sure on his uh, return. But just speaking for Arsenal, looking great. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> it I is what it is is what it is man and boys is a ball and playing like you're saying very good clean ball moving getting you know unlocking kai habert still sticking with him giving him confidence but the players are playing together and just taking care of business man simple as that mm-hmm. um if they could hold on i might have to get back with me in about february march and we we can see because it's that other face they have you know
0: yeah and I would like to see when it's those cold, cold London nights Mm. in January or February and they're either away or they're not or they're at home. Can they keep the these runs going? And it looks a little bit more stable than it was last year. I'll say that the team looks a lot more stable. It looks like they have that goal in mind. And, of course, Mikael arteta he's not going to say, like, oh, no, we're going for the league. Like, he's going to say the team is just getting better. The team is just building that consistency. And that's what I feel like Arsenal are building right now. It's the constant – it's the consistency that they're going to keep producing results and getting the right results. Because they could go uh, – and the funny thing is Liverpool, I think when they play Liverpool, I believe that is – that is at Anfield. They can go to Anfield and get a draw – and be great. They can go home yeah. for Christmas and be okay. Um, If they go there and get a win. Game whew, yes. Yes. Yes, it would be. Oh, my God. Yes, it would be. Um, And we'll preview that here in a second. We're going to do a round the league real quick. And then we'll hop into our intermission. And then we'll get to the equalizer and get up out of here for you guys. We're actually at like 47 minutes. We're actually making good time so this week in the Premier League we had Nottingham Forest versus Tottenham Tottenham had a red card in this game but still managed a 0-2 win over Nottingham Forest Uh, Postacoglu kind of getting the team back into winning ways which is always good of course Key I know you probably feel a different way about that Um, the uh <laughs> Bournemouth and Luton of course that game got abandoned. We'll see what the Premier League does about that. Uh, of course, Chelsea 2 Sheffield United 0. Man City and Crystal Palace tied 2-2. No Erling Haaland, no Kevin De Bruyne. Crystal Palace coming back from 2 down. Thank you. Yep. Yep. It's uh City and this is the thing with City. City did this kind of last year where like they weren't getting the right results but then after Christmas they started getting all the results again. They really started kicking it back up a gear and really started getting those results but also like uh what's the what's the new guy's name? Uh I can't think of his name right now. Um da-da-da-da. What's the what's the the dude with the dreads on the on the left wing. He's out right now. Doku Jeremy Doku's out, mm-hmm. who was who's, who was lighting the league up before he got injured. Erland Holland's out. I mean, they're, they're going to get these injuries back, and we'll see a full-strength city. Uh, Newcastle beat Fulham, who was on a red card three, nothing. Everton continuing that run of positive yeah. results since their 10-point deduction. They beat Burnley 0-2 away from home, away from home. I met a young Everton fan this weekend, by the way very very young really? very kid it was it was crazy. It's like you like Everton? Really? That's that's great. That's great. It's always great to see. Um Arsenal beat Brighton 2-0. Uh Brentford and Aston Villa there's a lot of red cards being out uh, beaten being sent out this this weekend. I don't know what's going on. Brentford and Aston Villa both have red cards in this game, but Aston Villa came out 1-2 uh continuing their bit of a good run too i don't know where that where are they at in the table right now i know they're high yeah the third third place T- ahead of city wow. wow 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 tied for second tied for that is yeah the joint second man man uh west ham Baldwin. west ham versus wolves 3-0 key i think that's going to be a bit of a foreshadow for you guys i'll let you know why um, and then, of course, Liverpool versus United. United got that. Oh, and I forgot to talk about that stupid red card that DeLoe got, all for just talking smack to the ref. Oh
1: my, God, dude, that yeah. was terrible. I forgot. I completely terrible.
0: forgot about that. Completely forgot. That was. That was. That was just. That was the ref. What's his name? Paul. Whatever his name is. I keep. I can't remember his name. What was his name? Uh, Michael Oliver. Uh, Michael to- Oliver. I-
1: yeah. Asshole.
0: Michael Oliver. Had a power trip. He got in his feelings. Wanted to give out a red card. Whatever. Loser. Loser. Anyway. We'll be back after this short intermission. We hope you're enjoying this episode of cul-de-sac football. If you like what you're hearing, then go ahead and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at cul-de-sac footy, where we'll keep you updated on Chelsea, Manchester United, the Premier League, and most importantly, new episodes of cul-de-sac football. Without any further interruption, let's jump back into the show. Welcome back to cul-de-sac football. Thank you for Staying with us after that brief intermission. Yo, key, it is the festive fixtures. We are very close. Christmas is next week. We need to figure out what like what we're doing for an episode, by the way, because that falls on a Monday, oh. which we usually record code football. Um, fist fixtures, festive fixtures, footy, and Christmas. It's all wrapped up, ready to go. Yo, so the first one we're gonna talk about is Arsenal versus Liverpool I think this is such a massive game we had to like we had to talk about it we have to talk about it in our preview section because this is gonna be a massive game it's gonna be a early a very early indication of how this mm-hmm. title race is going to shape up because if Arsenal win they're gonna be four points clear at the top if Liverpool yep. win there'll be two. Now they tie, they're just going to stay where they're at. This is a massive game. Uh, If I had to guess, I would guess a 2-2 draw. That's I, where
1: I was going. I was going 1-1 yeah. draw.
0: 1-1 draw for you, 2-2 draw for me. This is going to be a crazy game. This is not going to be like the United game. Both of these teams are going to try to get something out of it. Um. <clears throat> Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if Liverpool went there and was a little bit more stagnant, a little bit more together because they know Liverpool are going to be on the front foot and Liverpool can hit you pretty hard. Um, I can see Arsenal kind of just taking a step back a little bit and maybe be okay with the draw. I'm not saying park the bus. I don't think they're going to park the bus at all, but I think being a little bit more cautious and playing for that, you know, the draw can come in a little bit and just, you know, end up with the one point. So I, I can definitely see that. What do you think about this
1: game, Key? Man, I think uh, Arsenal are going to try to go for it, make a statement. They're not going to see them again until February, not too late in the season. I wish it was later, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to try to go for it, but they're going to try to, of course, try to stymie that attack by staying. So it's going to be interesting tactically what Arteta chooses to do as far as counter all the pressure that they bring, and I mean, but they have the players to do it. Yeah, That's soccer. Yeah, that like, what you need to to do it. What? So yeah, we. I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy, man.
0: 100 percent agree with you. I think um, it's gonna be very interesting how Ateta t- tackles this particular game because it could be something that, if his team does come out the victors, it could be a very early title decider. Um, and they can definitely look back on this game and say, well, we got Liverpool that one time at Anfield and now they got to come back to our house in London. Um, <clears throat> it could be, it could be very good. Ma- it could be very pivotal in the title race.
1: Yeah. And what, what makes this game great is like, it's, this is a must win hmm. for both sides. You know, even this early to me, you know, the draw is cool, but I mean, you don't want to draw points then Aston the Villa handles business you know, every point counts Right. at this point in the Premier League, You know, period. But So, I do look at this as a must win. So, that's where I do see them, Arsenal, trying to go for the dub. That's where I think. Yeah. But, we'll see.
0: I kind of keep forgetting Aston Villa's right there with the same amount of points. That is very true. That is a very, yeah, very true. Like, Aston Villa's right there. 38 points with Liverpool. Liverpool draw, Aston Villa kind of gets their dub in their next game, which I don't know. I don't know if you're looking at that key. What was that? Oh, my God. They have (laughs) – They have Sheffield United a day before. Come on, bro. So they could be in second already.
1: Come on, man. uh, Aston Villa, do I I think that they'll hang on? I'm not sure. But they can – they have a chance to – Get a champions league spot. Cause I think mm-hmm. once um Mans back, they're gonna get them out of third place.
0: Aston Villa is um, gonna be
1: hard. Could be at the top. They just have to hang.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. And that is that is fucking crazy, bro.
0: They could be at the top on December twenty second. They could be at the top of the league. Holy shit. <laughs> I will take Aston Villa winning the Premier League right now. If we could just end this
1: what?
0: I, I don't know why because I know we're not going to do it. I know Chelsea's not going to do it. I'm just like, just for Liverpool, just for Arsenal and Liverpool to not do it, I'll be like, Aston Villa can have it.
1: I'll take that. And Emery can just
0: that. be the GOAT. Like, it, it is what it is.
1: Uh, That'd be crazy. <laughs> I forgot. Dude. Oh,
0: shit. That'd be crazy. So, if these two teams do draw and Aston Villa wins... They're, they're on top of the league by a point I believe so yeah and they're 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 literally in first place by Christmas that's crazy that's that's we're looking at a very interesting second half of the season ladies and gentlemen so that is a big massive game um for Manchester United we play at the butt crack of dawn, um against West Ham United. At 6.30 in the morning, where we're at, mm. this is a lunchtime kickoff in London Stadium. I think this is going to be a very difficult game. Very difficult. It's one of those games where if we lose this game, the draw at Liverpool absolutely means nothing. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's going to be... Their form is better than ours. Our form is... It, it's definitely begging for better. Um I just hope he plays Kobe Manu and Amrabat right next to each other. And then we have Bruno right in front of them. I think that gives us the best chance. Uh, even if we go with Varane and Lindelof, I think that gives us the best chance. wan will would be in because DeLo would be out because of the red card. And Luke Shaw, up top, I would play the front three we had, Garnacho, Rasmus, and Anthony. I think uh-huh. that team right there can go to London Stadium and get us a result. Okay. Maybe maybe Marcus on the right. Whatever. I but still I'd pick Anthony because he's in a better form. I think that's the team. That's the team but to sure. go with. Uh we need the we need we need we miss Bruno a lot. We need Bruno back in that cam role, making things happen, linking up the play, doing some of those Hollywood balls that ends up sometimes ends up doing something crazy doing something great um of course i think anthony will have a good game and he works hard same thing we're gonna show so ultimately we just gotta see we gotta see what happens in that game very hard game uh and then i think chelsea versus wolves uh you guys will be chelsea will be and this is on christmas eve man christmas eve Uh, The Eve of Christmas. The Eve of Christmas, Wolves host Chelsea. I think you guys are going to beat Wolves. Wolves aren't scoring goals. They're conceding a lot. Uh, They're not the best team in the Premier League. They aren't in relegation. They're not in the relegation zone, but they're also not playing too well either. So I think this is another game that Chelsea can just kind of, after Sheffield United, take in that momentum and, and, and get a really good result against Wolves.
1: Man, uh, we're gonna clap them three piece. Should be, I'll say I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get too crazy. I believe we'll go three o. Not much of a goal threat to anybody. It'll kind of be the same thing with a uh, Sheffield, just super, a whole bunch of possession, not a threat on defense, shot opportunity galore. Just let's just make a few of them. Um, are we gonna start in Cuckoo? We'll see. I mean, for Wolves, I wouldn't mind bringing him off the bench again just to slowly just roll him back out. Mm. Um, I don't know as well. DeSasi does not need to play on the right. He's good, but, like, just being comfortable moving that ball up, sometimes it's too many touches for me. So we can get Malagusto on the right, and that offers us, you know, that wing, that wing back, that crossing, in, he's just more proficient moving up as the Saucy is a center back. So also cutting some slack.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, luckily we didn't face anybody like that, but it'll, it'll be a three zero. Um we started Cuckoo. You know, the question comes, where do we put them? I have an idea, you know, right behind Nico Cole on the right, Rez on the left. It just make it happen. Um, keep the midfield with Connor and Moises. Right. That's been working. It's been good. They're, they're, uh, Connor's in form. And for Enzo, it's kind of tough for him. Because where do, where do we play him? With everybody coming back. When Romeo Lavia comes back, it's going to be hard to get minutes. And I'm kind of conflicted, man, because you got somebody like Enzo that we broke the bank for. True. And he's coming to the bench, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, we could ideally would like him in Connor's spot. But they just bring different things. And I guess when Moises finds his form a little bit better, it'll kinda help him move forward within Cuckoo. I don't know. It's it's gonna be a big mystery, man. But nevertheless, three <laughs> oh.
0: Three boy I said three oh, man. Three oh no, I think uh, I th- it's three 0 I I would say a two. Um I'd either way Chelsea win. I see a Chelsea win. I didn't give a a prediction for the United game. Uh That's this is a hard game to call because this team is playing well. James Ward-Prowse, Mohamed Kudus just had a brace. Uh mm. this is this is a hard game to call because I can see us conceding. I can definitely see us conceding in this game. If like I said, if we have that that spine, if we have Varon, if we have if we have Kobe Mainu, we have Amrabat there right in front of that back four. I think we can maybe keep out most of the goals. So I think it could be one to West Ham, maybe a two one. I, I want to predict a win. So I'm gonna say two one United. That's the best I can do. 2-1 United. They're not scoring many goals, but let's hope that that ends this weekend. Let's let's see that first Premier League goal from, from, from Rasmus Hoyland. Let's see somebody else score. Maybe Scott McTominay comes in later, scores one, whatever. Let, let's hope, hopefully we see one. <laughs> I know it sounds oh, freaking ridiculous, but that's how low the season is right now for us. Let's jump over to the equalizer, the equalizer. Key, I got a good equalizer for you.
1: Man, give it to me.
0: Hey, man. So Manchester City went to Serbia this, uh, this hey. maybe this Tuesday. Maybe it was last Tuesday.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they yeah. played today. Uh, or yeah, oh, they went down there last. Yeah, day. yeah, they in did. the
0: Champions League, in the Champions League. Um, maybe it was. Mm-hmm. Gonna be in Wednesday. Uh, they were playing Red Star Belgrade in the Champions League, and Red Star Belgrade, um, they had they had some banners and they had this chant going on that they were doing, and the banner says, "When foot when football wasn't just about money, World Champions 1991," and they sung a so- a song called "Fake Manchester." Oh shit. I'm going to say this to you guys, fantastic job, Red Star Belgrade fans, absolutely fantastic, that is banter at a thousand percent, that was awesome, Um, you guys deserved that Champions League win in 1991, great team, solid team, amazing team, everything you want to say about them, they won that Champions League uh, in 1991, and I felt like, because you guys were saying fake Manchester, you guys were giving a bit of a what's up to us so you know we we see you you've been heard i'm pretty sure all all uh all 10 manchester city fans that were there were very disgruntled by your chants um you know they only got like a few fans so that was a really dope chant and as a united fan we see y'all we hear y'all appreciate you kind of getting out of rivals there for us that was that was really dope it was really dope and they you know they were lit throughout the game they ended up losing they did lose the game but I just felt like the banter was, was dope. It was dope. We we hear you, Red Star Bell great.
1: Look at the reds staying together, man.
0: Look look at them. Look at look at us. Look at us. Who would've who'd would have thought?
1: <laughs> who'd <would> have thought? <laughs> That's what's up, man. What was the score that they got they got slashed, right?
0: No, it was like it, they actually didn't get beat like like that bad. I think it was only two nothing. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, City in their form, they they're not scoring that many goals right. like that. They're not scoring goals like that, like how they usually do. Let me look at that. Oh no, it was it was actually two three. Damn. Yeah. It was actually two oh, three. Was
1: throwing blows. Yep. A little bit.
0: Yep, they were they were throwing oh. some blows there, yeah. Totally, totally, Dude, totally, totally.
1: Ooh, we gotta we can say that for next pod. You, you the s- Champions League. I know both of our teams aren't in there. <laughs> but
0: of course City draws uh Copenhagen, but that's yeah, that's for that's for another day. Um am I the only person with an equalizer today? Do you have an equalizer?
1: Man, I'm just in a positive mood right now. <laughs> I'm happy this month. Chelsea haven't lost. They haven't lost, man. They haven't lost month. this month? I looked. I don't know if my eyes are deceiving me. I will double check. We haven't lost this month, bro. That's
0: what's up. That's what's up. We're, and, you know, this. there's a positive thing I forgot to mention. It's crazy that how how last month, in the month of November, so it's still relative now, Eric Ten Hag gets manager of the month for the Premier League. Garnacho mm-hmm. gets goal of the month, and Harry Maguire gets player of the month. That is – I don't think that's happened in since, like, 05.
1: Bro, who would have thought, like, with this team, y'all would have swept that shit?
0: Uh, not me. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> not me. Yeah. If you would have told me in November Harry Maguire would have got me, uh player of the month, like, back in June, I would have been like, he's still at the club? No. I I would have been like, uh, what's he- what? What? Yeah. What? If you would have told me early November Eric Tenag was gonna get manager of the month, I would've been like, What are you talking about? Um but yeah. Yeah, so there's some positivity. There's some positivity. This is this hasn't been a super negative podcast by any means. It's just been very constructive.
1: You know, we're in higher spirits, man. I, I feel like I don't I didn't have to vent. It was a lot of venting and crying and shit. Glad to get to talk about some positive stuff, man, and see my team win. Always good. Oh fuck, bro, we lost to Everton. I forgot about that shit. Oh yeah, and we lost, bro. I'm bugging. I'm really bugging. I'm bugging. Yo, yeah, we lost to y'all Everton. It just feels like we ain't lost this month, bro. I don't know. This this that's crazy. Couple weeks. It just got me, got me out of my mind, bro. All this winning and shit. I don't know why that was just too.
0: I didn't like bro, think it, about it. It and,
1: just like, feels like I'm on cloud nine, bro. I'm, I'm on one right <laughs> now. Forgive me.
0: <laughs> All one, dog. Well, we had the we had the Bayern Munich game and we had the the um the Bournemouth game. So like that Chelsea result completely left my mind. Like it, it's like it completely left. Like it almost like it just didn't bro, even matter.
1: Bro, it's, this it's a packed ass month, man. So many games.
0: Yeah, it's a lot. So forgive us for not having that. But yeah, holy yeah forgive us forgive us forgive us uh, yo that's been so, another
1: oh, oh you have a do you have one just with three more games left i know we ain't lost i mean i'm saying i keep saying that shit but let's not lose for the rest of the year but i'll be happy that's all i want
0: let's hope they do it let's hope they do it yo my name is curtis of uh cul-de-sac football of course you follow me on x at Kelly from the dojo where I talk about video game stuff. You can go check out the soul dojo. You can go check out sports gamers online. Um, This has been Keenan Brown. He's a Chelsea fan. I'm guessing he still doesn't have his damn Twitter or X going yet. He still has to hit up Elon.
1: Bro, I was trying to get that figured out when I came up to Manhattan.
0: Oh, oh, that's right. That's right.
1: It, It was, it was hella difficulties. So for now, cul-de-sac pod family just add me on uh PSN, xbox agent kb21 it's all the same i'll be on fifa i get it in if you want smoke i got it for you all right
0: at least he came he came on the show with something man at least he came on the show with something no. yo Good make sure day. you guys uh follow us on x at cul sac footy where we Just kind of keep you updated with, like, the Premier League and stuff like that. We post some crazy stuff. Uh, I did wear black for you guys. I did wear black for (laughs) Liverpool's funeral. It turned out it was just Liverpool's fans' funeral because they were so upset and they were crying about just drawing. So, um, yeah. I did do that. Did do that. So, anyway, we'll figure out if we're going to be – doing an episode next week it might be on tuesday so it might come out you guys might be hearing this on wednesday or thursday it might be around the same time you hear us again so uh yeah merry christmas to everybody and we'll check you guys later all right
1: peace make
0: room in my